Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Good morning and welcome to St Thomas's Church here in Ferrick in Hampshire. Um, this morning is uh, Tuesday the 16th of March and we're gathering here together this morning uh, for morning prayer. So I do uh, give you a warm welcome. I'll just give you a chance to uh, sign in. And oops, see if I can, yeah. Lovely, okay. So this morning we're using the um, Northumbrian Community Order of Service for Morning Prayer. You can find that on their website if you uh, search uh, for Northumbria Community and click on the daily prayer um, icon, you'll find there the listing for morning prayer. If you're using the e-book like I am, um, or even the actual book, um, the readings for March are from Aidan. Um, so you need to click on Aidan when you're following your way through. And I was just keen to know a little bit more about St Aidan. And um, he uh, was born in Ireland, they think around about the year 590. And um, he uh, was, is recognised, St Aidan is recognised as the, the Apostle of Northumbria and died around about 651. He was the founder and first Bishop of the Lindisfarne Island Monastery in England, credited with restoring Christianity to Northumbria. Um, the bit that I liked um, when I was reading up about him this morning, um, that um, it says, um, here we go. Aidan would walk from one village to another, politely conversing with the people he saw and slowly interesting them in Christianity. And it made me think about um, myself and uh, perhaps what my role is. And um, I found myself thinking that um, actually that's where I am at. Under normal circumstances, being able to spend time with people and just gently sharing um, the faith of um, our Christian faith and our knowledge of God and just showing God's love to those around us. And so um, I was very touched when I read that someone who's now revered as a saint uh, was very humble and, um, and that's how he started uh, to the spread of Christianity in Northumbria by gently speaking, um, traveling village to village and gently speaking and interesting people in uh, Christianity. So, um, a beautiful place to be at. Is that Northumbria? Do you know we're, we're hoping to go this year, Caroline? Um, we were due to go last year for two weeks. We'd booked a cottage in Northumbria, Stuart and myself. And of course, with everything happening with COVID, we had to, um, we had to, well, we were able to postpone it we were able to move it to May of this year. So hopefully this year 
we will actually get there and um, and spend some time in Northumbria. Neither of us have visited that area at all. And so we're really keen to go and spend some time there. Um, hoping to see um, the lovely Gabby while we're there, who um, was very much part of St Thomas's Church some time ago and is still doing an amazing uh, job um, there in her community in Northumbria. So hopefully seeing her. <laughs> oh, the, the place I'm in. Oh, Caroline. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's great because when you're doing morning prayer, there's nothing worse than you not being able to see the comments. Sometimes it happens through technical difficulties. And uh, it's so lovely when you see people putting things in the comments because you feel that sense of togetherness rather than sitting in isolation and talking to a computer screen. So thank you, Lord, for those who are gathered with us here this morning. And Father, we do uh, dedicate this time um, to you. And as St Aidan spent time speaking quietly about his Christian faith and interesting people in the Christian faith, Father, would you draw us together this morning so that we can draw on you and um, lift our thoughts and our prayers to you and draw on your strength for today and all that it brings. So uh, let's uh, start with just a moment of quiet. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen. Lord, have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. We then have our declaration of faith. So if you're able to say this with me together, um, that would be great. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life, and we have believed and come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. And so, as I said, we're following uh, the readings for Finnan. Um, sorry, not Finnan, Aidan, St Aidan. Uh, so if you're using the e-book, you need to follow through on Aidan for March the 16th. And um, so our first scripture reading this morning is from Psalm, in fact it is the entire Psalm 126. 
Psalm 126. And uh, in my Bible, it heads it up as a harvest of joy. When the Lord restores the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then it was said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we rejoiced. Restore our fortunes, O Lord, like the watercourses in the Negev. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. Wow, isn't that an uplifting um, an uplifting psalm? And it's, um, it's talking about restoration, isn't it? It's talking about the Lord restoring, um, restoring things, um, bringing people back. So um, in my Bible, I had a look this morning and it says that in that first line um, where it says, the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion. The Lord restored the fortunes of. So um, he's actually restoring. If we think of it in our current context, we have been stuck in this period of um, plague. Um, coronavirus has um, totally transformed our lives over the last year it is a year almost um, and so we have this hope this glorious hope um, that uh, is given to us in this psalm the Lord restores the fortune of Zion he is going to restore us he is going to bring us through this time and um, it talks about restoring our fortunes like the water courses in the Negev. So it's almost like going through a very dry season and we're going to come out into a season of fruitfulness, a season where the rivers will flow. And if we think of it as a spiritual thing, that the spirit of the Lord will be dwelling amongst us. He is with us now. Um, but so many people have turned their backs on him. Um, but it, it, we sense this real divine inspiration, this divine um, knowledge that God will lead us through this. And here in this psalm, we have the praise of those who've been through difficulties. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy. Those who go out weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. And as Aidan was walking from village to village, an interesting people in Christianity, this has been an amazing opportunity during this period of time for us to, uh, to show our hope 
and our faith to those around us. And, um, and now with the vaccine and with the numbers of cases of coronavirus starting to fall away, our prayer is that God is leading us out into a different place, not the place where we were back in March of last year, but he's doing a new thing, bringing us out into a new place. Um, and it's hard. I found it hard. Um, I've said goodbye to so many of our dear elderly folk in this last year. And so I've grieved with their families. I've mourned with those who mourn. But we're also called to rejoice with those who rejoice. And we've had new births. We've had... Um, you know good things happening the vaccine helping to allay and stop the spread of this virus helping us to become protected and the government are slowly leading us out uh, of this difficult time so hold on to hope look up feel the joy of the lord spring is such a great time to be able to do that when we see the shoots the the leaves starting to appear on the trees and as we move through this time of Lent towards Easter where we remember Jesus' sacrifice for us on the cross that he did that for us as individuals. So try and hold on to the hope and the joy. The next reading comes from Exodus. It's Exodus chapter 4 verses 11 to 17 and it's uh, God speaking to Moses. Then the Lord said to him, Who gives speech to mortals? Who makes them mute or deaf, seeing or blind? Is it not I, the Lord? Now go, and I will be with your mouth and teach you what you are to speak. But he said, Oh, my Lord, please send someone else. Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, What of your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know that he can speak fluently. Even now he is coming out to meet you, and when he sees you, his heart will be glad. You shall speak to him and put the words in his mouth, and I will be with your mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you what you shall do. He indeed shall speak for you to the people, he shall serve as a mouth for you, and you shall serve as God for him. Take in your hand this staff, which, will, which you shall perform the signs. Okay, so who's God speaking to? He's speaking to Moses. And um, he is asking Moses to go back to the people. They are in Exodus. Um, at this point, are they in Exodus? Actually, no, they're not. Um, they haven't got away from Egypt at this point in time. Julie, get your facts straight. Um, but here is a man who really doesn't feel up for the job. He's done all sorts of dreadful things. And, and really doesn't quite get why God is wanting him to be his mouthpiece and why he, God is wanting him to go back to Pharaoh 
and why God is wanting him to set in motion the exodus of the people of the Israel's Israelites and God's chosen people from Egypt where they have been captive and slaves and uh, he's desperate he's he really doesn't want to do it but the Lord is saying to him Moses I am with you I will give you the words just trust in me and I will give you the words and because Moses was so worked up and got himself into a, a bit of a state about it um, God used Aaron in the end it was Aaron who spoke the words but it was Moses who was the conduit so Moses was the one who spoke to God and God was going to show him Moses and his brother Aaron how to deliver the message that God had for the Israelites captive in Egypt and again I think we can all have moments where we feel that we're not up to the job that maybe um, you know we we just see other people and try and measure ourselves up against you know their achievements and what they're doing but we just need to listen to what God is asking of us and it may be that he's just asking us quietly to walk from village to village or amongst our community and just talking to people and loving people and that is just as important as the job of the Archbishop of Canterbury or the Prime Minister or Her Majesty the Queen. Uh, God has a purpose for each and every one of us and he's desperately getting frustrated like a father would or a mother would over a child who really doesn't think they can do something and you're just trying really hard to encourage them and to get them to have some faith in their abilities but trusting in God to give them whatever they need. So there we go, Moses. Um, and then our final reading this morning is from 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verses 20 and 21. Brothers and sisters, do not be children in your thinking. Rather be infants in evil, but in thinking be adults. In the law it is written, by people of strange tongues and by the lips of foreigners, I will speak to this people, yet even then they will not listen to me, says the Lord. Um, and this comes in um, a long passage where Paul is talking to or has written to the church in Corinth um, and it talks about prophecy and this bit comes in the bit about speaking in tongues and praying in tongues and that um, that tongues is a prayer language that we can use. I'm not going to go into that now. It's quite a long um but very helpful passage but I think um, for today let's just be blessed by the psalm and let's just know that Moses struggled and so in our struggles and what it says here thinking um, thinking be adults and um, thinking means listening to listening to the Lord so I'm just having a look at um, see what people have said yeah Julie amen we all have an important part to play absolutely 
Um, so now moving, uh, there's just a little bit here about Aidan. On Aidan's arrival, the king appointed the island of Lindisfarne to be his base. This is the king of Northumbria. Um, as the tide ebbs and flows, this place is surrounded by the sea twice a day like an island and twice a day the sand dries and joins it to the mainland. So that's where Aidan uh, was based, where he started his ministry. And, um, and in fact, the meditation uh, today is um, about Aidan's statue standing on Holy Island. Aidan stands. His head is close to the heart of the cross. His eyes far-seeing scan the horizon, the joyous venturing of little boats. A torch burns clearly in his grasp, a faithful challenge in his generation, meeting, listening, heart connecting. In his shadow is a place I covet, a challenge in a present time and confluence of cultures. Aidan, let me lie down in your shadow. While I live, may I be the shadow of a rock in a weary land, a shelter from the heat. Okay, so moving on, let's move through now to our time of prayer. And, a glass, uh, and as um, always, if you wish to put any prayers into, your, um, into the comments, um, then um, we will pray those prayers. Obviously, I may miss some, but uh, whatever happens during the day, I always go back and have a look at uh, the comments so that if I've missed any, we can... I can still pray them with you. Um, Julie, lovely to have you uh, with us. Um, bless you for uh, doing the secondary school run. And that brings to mind schools. And so, Father God, we just lift all those who have returned to school this week. Or last week, um, actually. This is the second week back. And Father, we just praise you and thank you for all those working hard in keeping our schools safe, in delivering the curriculum to our children. And Father, for the um, all that the uh, schools are doing to keep everybody safe at this moment in time. We thank you for the provision of testing kits for our staff, and Father, we just pray that you will be the courage that everybody needs to be able to make the most of this time. Father, would you, uh, would you bless those who are teaching, give them knowledge and wisdom as to how to integrate the students, the children, back into the classroom. Father, we thank you for their faithfulness during this time. 
And Father, for each and every student, child, pupil, we just pray your safety over them. Would you banish any fear? And would you bring them home each day, having uh, assimilated more of their learning, spending time with friends and colleagues? Father, would you help them every step of the way through this time as they settle back into school life and of course we pray for the colleges too and the universities Amen So just having a little look to see um, So Pauline has asked for us to pray this morning for Dave's brother Robin, this is her husband's brother Robin, who has had tests for significant weight loss and not wanting to eat, plus the mobility issues that have also occurred. So Father God, we just pray now for Robin. And Father, we pray that uh, you will uh, be with him that um, the medical team around him that are supporting him at this time will be able to um, understand Robin's situation and will be able to support him through what is appearing to be a very difficult time for him. Father, would you pour your Holy Spirit into him, give him healing of mind, body and spirit, give those working around him the inspiration and the insight they need in order to help Robin through this uh, difficult time. We ask this in Jesus' name, Amen. Father we praise you and thank you for um, the surgery that Hannah has undergone, we thank you for her um, coming through the operation that she's been so desperately waiting for. Father, we give you thanks and praise for her. And uh, Father, we uh, pray that you will continue to work with her, within her, by your Holy Spirit. Pour your healing into her, Father. And Father, help us to support her and her husband Andy and the children at this time. We thank you for those who are going to be providing meals for them to help them through this period. And Father, anything else that we can do that would bless them, please lay it on our hearts. And Father, we've also uh, praise you and thank you for her sister, for Becky Bex, who suffered that horrible car accident on uh, Wednesday of last week. And Father, we thank you again that she has had surgery. And Father, that the um, medical team around her are doing an amazing job and Father, we thank you for the lovely photograph that uh, Danny and Pippa were able to share 
where um, one of the medical team had brought Becky outside the hospital so that she could actually see her mum and dad and just spend a few minutes with them talking and the fact that she had dropped her mask and we were able to see her lovely smile and Father we thank you for her, we thank you for all that she means to her family but also all that she means to you Father God and we know you have plans for her and uh, Father we just pray that you will bring about your miraculous healing and that all she has planned ahead of her, a wedding, a new job, a new country, a new continent. Father, we just pray that you will uh, heal her and mend her so that she's able to um, look forward with hope and excitement. Father, let this time be a special time with you as she rests and recuperates. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. And Father, there are others um, that we're aware of who are um, in difficulty at the moment. Father, we pray for our lovely Irene. And Father, you know that today she has another consultation uh, with her renal consultant. And Father, life is very difficult for her at the moment. So, Father, I ask, I plead that you will uh, restore her kidneys. Father, would you come by your Holy Spirit and would you restore her kidneys to full working order? Father, we ask this in your Son's precious name. Amen. And we remember Glenn and Gina. Glenn um, is still finding life really difficult, um, still bed-bound, suffering with the, um, the ME that's so debilitating him at the moment. And Father, we lift him and Gina to him. Gina's trying so desperately to hold things together. Father, I just pray that you will give her and him just a sign of your love, of your favour, Father God. We pray for your favour. They gave themselves to service at Elham. And Father, we pray that you will restore them both. Father, by your Holy Spirit, will you descend upon them both. Fill them afresh and give them all that they need to move forward for healing and for a sense of your presence in their life. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, Father, as we come together um, and say the prayer that you... Uh, when Jesus, when Jesus was with his disciples, his friends, he taught them that this was the way to pray. pray. So let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And so as we um, finish uh, this time together in morning prayer, let's say the uh, canticle together. Let's draw these words into ourselves. Make this our prayer for today. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. And so may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you, wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So thank you for spending time with me this morning, um, uh, sharing morning prayer together. May God bless your day. Uh, just a reminder that we have got morning prayer here each morning at 9.15, right through until Saturday morning, including Saturday morning. And then on Sunday, we meet at 10 o'clock online for our Sunday service. So God bless your day and uh, bye for now.